Welcome everyone to the Apocalary Podcast. I'm Steve. He is Larry. Oh. Just Larry. Just Larry tonight. Well, yeah. it's not just. It's never just Larry. It's well, I, Lawrence. I, I'm Lawrence. Well, I'm Lawrence. we're going to talk about Micah six and seven this week, right, Bud? Yes, we're going to finish Micah this week, and then next week um, we won't do Micah because we'll be done. <laughs> we'll be Michaelis and Void, much like the Earth before. It was yes. <laughs> I actually heard a guy just recently. I listened to the whole thing. It was it was two hours long. It was over two hours, and it was um, some creation scientist talking to three evolutionists. Hmm. And and I didn't agree with a, a lot of what he said. Okay, but he but he but he was really really quite knowledgeable and quite good. Um, a couple of times he, he, I didn't like it. He, he got into a place. Well, first, first of all, I'm not young earth. Yeah. And then, um, but I am a creationist. Like I believe God created. Yeah. Right. And I believe that by faith, but toward the end, he, he, he did a little piece on, on people shooting each other and shooting in schools and them all claiming to be the atheists. And I thought that was really inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause, cause people also claim that Jesus told them to kill people too right so right so i don't think you can use um um people that are struggling with their you know psyche and stuff to to be an example i was gonna say crazy people but then someone would probably get upset about that um but anyway but he was he was quite good and why am i talking about that i have no idea (laughs) 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 i don't know why but but overall it was it was actually it was quite good his his illustrations were good his reasoning was quite good, hmm. um, you know, and and I was I thought that I was quite impressed. Hmm. Though I'm though I'm not young Earth man, I I am not you know six thousand years. Yeah, it was I'm, it was I'm, it Ken was it Ken Ham by chance? I it it was either Ken Ham or somebody very similar. Does Ken Ham look like he like an ACE teacher with a really short um, American South haircut and he wears a tie? I believe so. I, it I may know. have been Ken Ham because hmm. I saw Ken Ham later. He's arguing with someone else, and I don't know if it was the same guy or not. Yeah, hmm. he is from the Creation Science Institute, yeah. or yes, he's he not, but he knows those guys, and he he lives in Pensacola, Florida. Is that Ken Ham? I don't know. Ken, I don't Ken, know either. Yeah, whatever. But interesting. But but he did a good salvation message at the end. Okay, and um, he did a really good job defending himself. But he he did an, quite a number of times say how stupid evolution is. And I I don't like that when they when they do the stupid thing. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. but his reasoning was very good and yeah. and his illustrations were good. Yeah. So he was he this guy was a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Un, yeah. Unlike so now we're in Micah chapter six. Unlike <laughs> <laughs> the you, nation of Israel. Yes, you can cut smart. out all this stuff because it's unimportant. <laughs> and well, let's talk about Micah um chapter six. And and Micah chapter six is it's God's taking Israel to court. Oh, yeah, interesting. And I, again, I think he's talking to all of Israel, and a little bit later on, he will be talking to Judah specifically. Okay. So it's either all of Israel or it's Judah, but he's using the term Israel, so that's kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's it is it, a little bit of a weird mess here. Right. But anyway, so he's taken, God's taken him to court. So if you want to do maybe the first five or six verses, we can figure that out. You betcha. Verse one of chapter six, folks. Listen to what the Lord says. Stand up, plead my case before the mountains. Let the hills hear what you have to say. 
Hear, you mountains, the Lord's accusation. Listen, you everlasting foundations of the earth, for the Lord has a case against his people. He is lodging a charge against Israel. My people, what have I done to you? How have I burdened you? Answer me. I brought you up out of Egypt and redeemed you from the land of slavery. I sent Moses to lead you, also Aaron and Miriam. Remember what what Balak, king of Moab, plotted, what Balaam, son of Beor, answered. Remember your journey to Shittim and Gilgal, that you may know the righteous acts of the Lord. Yes. So it's it's kind of neat here. Um, and this this also comes up in Isaiah. And um, it's very it's a little similar to Amos as well. But in this one, God is is taking them to court. Um, but the witnesses, oddly enough, are not people. The witnesses are the mountains and the hills. Mm. And he and he cries his um, his accusation uh, to the everlasting foundations of the earth, because, of course, people can't. They can't be the witnesses for God in this mm. case. Because they they can't have been around long enough, right? So the only one that can really hear for God are the mountains, right? Right. Which is kind of cool. I think that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the same, but it's not completely different than when Jesus says, "You know, if you guys don't do this, the rocks and stones themselves are going to cry mm, out." Mm. Right. These things are are my witnesses mm, mm. of of what yeah. I've done. Okay. And then he goes on and he says, now, instead of now arguing, now every other time he's been arguing, um, saying how bad they've been, right? Um, remember in Amos, they were living in this really wealthy time. This time too, he's talking about their wealth and their oppression. But right. instead of doing that, he's 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 saying, what, what have I done to you guys Yeah, to make you leave me? Like, like, like just tell me what I've done. Yeah. And then he says to them, he says, how have I burdened you? Was it when I brought you out of Egypt? Was that when, was that the big burden? You know, <laughs> when was I it blessed. when I sent you Moses? <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I blessed you? Oh, sure. Fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When I redeemed you from slavery, when I sent you Moses, was it, was I being terrible to you? When I, when I sent you Miriam and Aaron, um, Moses' brother and sister, of course, are, are Aaron and Miriam. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, what about Balak? You remember when Moab plotted against you? And um, and Balaam, the son of Beor, answered. And do you remember remember what Balaam? Balaam is the guy with the donkey, right? Right. Um, and um, and he he goes he goes to to speak against them, and all that he can do is um, extol the the glories of God, right? Right. And that's what he's talking about. Now, what Balaam later on does is says, "Hey, listen, I I can't speak against God here." But what what you could do is is get their women to marry improperly, and then God will judge them, right? And um, and so they do that, and God judges them, but then k- kills Balaam for being such a jackass about it, because the jackass was actually quite good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you beating me? There's an angel on the road, you moron. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that, eh? Can you imagine? I'm I'm protecting you, you stupid. Um, (laughs) Remember the journey from Shittim to Gilgal. So that was that was in the same same period of time that they Mm. they went from there um, down to Gilgal. And I showed you my righteous acts. Okay, now we're in verse six. Yeah. With what shall I shall I come before the Lord 
and bow down before the exalted. Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams or ten thousand with ten thousand rivers of olive oil? Shall I offer my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does God require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Yeah, something else, eh? I don't care um, about your sacrifices. Yeah. Yeah. You remember, um, who was that? Was that Samuel mm-hmm. to Saul? To obey is better than sacrifice. That's right. Um, I want more than your money. I want your life. That was a Larry Green. Larry Green song? Keith Green. Keith, Keith Green song. If if you're old enough to remember Keith Green. Um, but he then he says, he says, you know, um, a year old calf, by the way, is, is probably the time you want to offer a calf. That's the mm-hmm. best time. Right. And rams and olive oil. Um, you know, none of this stuff matters to me. What I want is for you to love mercy and walk humbly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of the money that we give doesn't make any difference if we're not walking humbly before God. Right. Right. And it's not us. He's saying this to them. But as as anybody would say, if you can learn a lesson from somebody else's screw ups, <laughs> you are you are not a man. <laughs> <laughs> You've learned nothing at all. <laughs> but but and that's the hope for us, right? So yeah. So the hope for us, but for them, he was saying, you know, you learn nothing at all. And now the next section is my my commentators will say this is strict. This is specifically to Jerusalem. That he's talking now. Okay. So folks, picking it up at verse nine then. Listen, the Lord is calling to the city and, and to you and to fear your name is wisdom. Heed the rod and the one who appointed it. Am I still to forget your ill-gotten treasures? You wicked house in the short ephah, ephah, which is accursed. Shall I acquit someone with dishonest scales with a bag of false weights? Your rich people are violent. Your inhabitants are liars and their tongues speak deceitfully. Therefore, I have begun to destroy you, to ruin you because of your sins. You will eat but not be satisfied. Your stomach will still be empty. You will store up but save nothing because of what you save, because what you save I will give to the sword. You will not. Pl- you will plant but not harvest. You will press olives but not use the oil. You will crush grapes but not drink the wine. You've used, you have observed the statues of Omri, and all the practices of Ahab's house. You have followed their trans- traditions. Therefore, I will give you over to ruin and your people to derision, and you will bear the scorn of the nations. Yeah, so so now, now he's saying the same kind. Now he's turning to them, right? And he said, um, you know, you're, you're making a lot of money and, and you're doing it dishonestly. And the, the bigger thing here is the dishonesty is also against your own people. And mm. um, I think dishonesty against any people would be would be considered very bad, but but they are but they are lying against their own people. So so the rich are making money in dishonest ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a guy here that's um he's he's talking he's talking about um faith and works. And and I said, well, that sounds like you know, like the book of James. He's saying, no, no, I'm talking about faith at work. And he's talking about being faithful in business. And he's a he's our one of our, our business props. So I'm kind of interested to see where he goes with it all. Mm-hmm. 
Therefore, I begun to destroy you and ruin you because of your sins. Um, and then he says, you're not going to be satisfied. No matter what you eat, you're not going to be satisfied. You know, a little COVID, you're going to lose your taste buds. No, no satisfaction at all. Every <laughs> the Italian guys that I was listening to. He said, he said, we all took the shots, not because we cared about dying. We just didn't want to not taste our food. Um, and then he says, um, then he says, you know, I'm going to give you the sword. You know, you're not going to harvest, even though you plant, you're not going to get your olive oil. You're not going to get any of this stuff. Sounds a lot like revelation too, doesn't yeah. it? It's yeah. the same kind of thing. These things are not going to happen. And he says, you've been like Omri. Now Omri killed his brother, Zimri, I think these guys didn't, they weren't kings for very long at all. I think between them, they were, they were, it was a really super short period of time. But Ahab now is Omri's son. And I thought Ahab was Israel, not Judah. But um, Ahab's big thing was he was actually taking them back into child sacrifice a little mm -hmm. bit, Moloch. which was, which was like hideously bad. Yeah. Remember, he says up here, you know, you, you need to sacrifice your children. No, you don't, because he showed them um, with Abraham. The whole the point of that thing with Abraham was I don't require human sacrifice. Right. I told Abraham to put his son on the block. Abraham put his son on the block. He and and God said, "Hold it! I've got a ram." Right. Mm -hmm. And and the point there was as they were entering into Canaan was to you do not need to be like these people. Right. But and Ahab did that. Yeah. Ahab did that, and he says, "Therefore, I'm going to ruin you." Yeah. He's come back to say, "I'm going to ruin you," and now now we're in. Well, now we're into the last chapter. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting the way Micah he 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 kind of talks about delivering them. I'm gonna deliver you. Oh, I'm so mad at you. <laughs> you know, what have I done? Yeah, I, I hate all of you, but yeah, I still love you. <laughs> I, yeah, I love you. You really don't deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Jewish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you have to be Jewish to get away with those kind of comments, right? I'll say it sounds like a Dutch mother since I'm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, folks, picking it up at verse one of chapter seven. What misery is mine? I am like one who gathers summer fruit at the gleaning of the vineyard. There is no cluster of grapes to eat, none of the early figs that I crave. The faithful have been swept from the land. Not one upright person remains. Everyone lies in wait to shed blood. They hunt each other with nets. Both hands are skilled in doing evil. The ruler demands gifts. The judge accepts brides. The powerful dictate what they desire. They all conspire together. The best of them is like a briar. The most upright are worse than a thorn hedge. The day God visits you has come. The day your watchmen sound the alarm. Now is the time of your confusion. Do not okay, let's stop enough. there just for yep. a second. You bet. Because I'm gonna we want to just do that last little little section there um by itself. Anyway, so so basically he said he, he says this this is so miserable, right? It's it's like it's like it's time to gather the grapes and there's nothing, right? I wanted some early figs and there's nothing. You you guys you're 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 hunting each other, you're you're lying, bloodshed doesn't bother you. Hurting others doesn't bother you. Judges are accepting bribes. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a lot of the TV shows we watch, really. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> <laughs> the powerful dictate what they desire, and they conspire together. 
Um, the even the best of them are like a briar. So these guys um, never see the good in a briar in in no. scripture. No, the briar, <laughs> yeah, it's the scummy place. It's not the lovely little place where Peter Rabbit goes to hide. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's always bad. No. Um, do you remember when they wanted a king and nobody would be a king? Wasn't it the briar who said, "I have nothing to offer. I might as well be your king." <laughs> because all the other ones like I've got fruit. I don't need to be the king. I've got stuff to offer. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what he says about him. He says, you're like the briar bush. Mm -hmm. um, the day God visits you has come. Your watchmen are going to sound the alarm. And now you're going to be confused. And now he's going to say something. And you're going to read that next little bit. Because he's going to say something that happens all the time. Well, read, read five and six there. Yeah. Uh, I think. Do do not trust a neighbor. Put no confidence in a friend. Even with the woman who lies in your embrace, guard the words of your lips. For a son dishonors his father. A daughter rises up against her mother. A daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's enemies are members of his own house, household. Yeah, and, and we remember that from the book of Revelation, don't we? Mm -hmm. um, the very... Oh, read 7 too, as well, I guess. But as for me, I, I watch and hope for the Lord. I will wait for God, my Savior. My God will hear me. Yeah, and so when you're getting into into rough times and, and other countries are coming in, um, and we see this all the time in war, where, where you can't trust the people around you anymore. Mm -hmm. Like somebody's going to turn you in, right? Right. And, and you saw that in the Second World War, where, where some people were trying to help others, and... Um, and the Jewish people who had neighbors that that were on their side all along were their friends and lived down the road, um, turned them into the into the um, into to the enemy, into the Nazis. They right. turned them in. They they ended up in 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 the camps and everything because because they couldn't trust anybody, and and anybody who tried to trust anybody, you just didn't know who was going to turn you over. Mm -hmm. And this is what he said is going to happen. Um, in in their in their um in in the uh what's the word steve i've lost it in their captivity oh yeah, thank when you. the captivity comes sorry um and this is what's going to happen as the captivity comes right yeah. you, you don't have anybody you can turn to and and i think that's it's such a serious thing mm. you know when you can't trust what you're going to say to anybody because they could turn you over. Loose lips sink ships, you know, third on a match dies. All yeah. these, all these little expressions right. of um of you know, don't don't say anything to anybody, even in the bar, yeah. even in the church, because they will turn you over. Yeah. Kind of serious. Like people uh, in the in the in the latter days of the Soviet Union felt that way, right? Like you couldn't talk probably to right now in the Ukraine. Yeah. I just don't have any evidence of that, but but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Soviet Union, um, you you had to be a communist, and if if you were a Christian, you had to keep that to yourself. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, folks. And then, then he's a little good in the end, so we can read to the end now. Yep. Oh, um, well, thirteen anyway. Well, to the end of thirteen. That's what we're reading. to the. End. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us work together. Uh, starting at verse eight. Do not gloat over me, my enemy. Though I have fallen, I will rise. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. Because I have sinned against him, I will bear the Lord's wrath until he pleads my case and upholds my cause. He will bring me out into the light. I will see his righteousness. Then my enemy will see it and will be covered with shame. She who said to me, 
where is the Lord your God? My eyes will see her downfall. Even now she will be trampled underfoot like mire in the streets. For the day, sorry, the day for building your walls will come, the day for extending your boundaries. In that day, people will come to you from Assyria and the cities of Egypt, even from Egypt to the Euphrates, and from sea to sea and from mountain to mountain. The earth will become desolate because of its inhabitants and the results of their deeds. Yeah. And I, I don't know how far ahead he's looking here, you know, with, with Assyria coming to them and Egypt coming to them, right? Um, and, and this talk of the Euphrates, which which we've heard about before. We mm. hear about it later. Um, so I don't know if he's if he's pointing really far into the future or if he's just talking about them coming back from captivity, mm. you know, and, and that period of time. Um, little 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 bit of uncertainty about the time. But there is this thing that that God God is because we've sinned we are bearing the wrath now but it, this will change again yes yeah right yeah God God uh, what loves his children he's mm-hmm. he's going to discipline them but he's not going to leave them out forever mm-hmm. and now he's talking about about several generations um, so you know it this this is not every time you read these messages you think well this this is something that's going to happen in my lifetime i'm going to i'm going to suffer a little bit and then it's going to be okay hmm. but but the father might suffer and die but the kids are going to be okay mm-hmm. because god's picture is so much bigger than ours yeah and and we've always got to see god as being outside of time and and the and the promise is different right yep remember yep. hebrews all of those people um, in Hebrews, um, what is it, twelve or thirteen? Thirteen. They they were they 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 some of them received great blessings from God. Others walked around in goatskins, you know, of whom the world was not worthy. Probably talk about the Maccabean period there, mm-hmm. and they died never receiving the promise, right? Because the promise comes with us, he said in the New Testament, mm. and to them this this is the same kind of thing, yep. right? Yep. So so whenever we read this stuff. We we can't limit it to somebody's seventy year lifetime, right? And yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? <clears throat> it is, and and we never want to think like that, right? Because we would like to have action, reaction, and we'd yeah. like to say, "Oh, I I did something good, and someone blessed me right away, or it blessed somebody, and I know the results of my labors." You know, whatever you want to call that. Yeah, what whatever. we want is instant karma. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, sorry, I dressed it up in Christianese, but karma is actually the best word for it. Yeah, instant yeah. Karma. <laughs> but, but the only time I've ever seen instant karma online, it's always somebody trying to do something bad and something awful just happens to them instantly. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's an entire episode of America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, yes, that's, that's actually what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but God is saying to them, look, I love you and I'm I'm, you know, I'm I'm angry right now and bad stuff's going to happen but I will change that. Yeah. And call you back and even foreshadowing the the building the rebuilding of the wall and all that kind of good stuff too. Yes. Yeah, which is, you know, which is um hundreds of years after this. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of years? I would Yeah, it's it, you're into the you're into the 400s before you're starting to see Ezra and the rebuilding of the wall and things like that. Mm, mm, mm. Like, well, like, well, they came back under, under Zerubbabel first and then under a uh, later on under Nehemiah. Right. But, but I'm thinking there's, there's a really long period between Zerubbabel and Nehemiah. So this, mm. this coming back is, is in chunks, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. It's it's a slow period of time. And then yeah. Nehemiah had to struggle with the Samaritans when he came back. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, well, they were the ones causing him a lot of the grief. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, folks, picking it up at verse fourteen. Shepherd your people with your staff, the flock of your inheritance, which lives by its lives by itself in a forest in fertile pasture lands. Let them feed in Bashan and Gilead, as in days long ago. As in the days when you came out of Egypt, I will show them my wonders. Nations will see and be ashamed, deprived of all their power. They will put their hands over their mouths, and their ears will become deaf. They will lick dust like a snake, like creatures that crawl on the ground. They will come trembling out of their dens. They will turn in fear to the Lord our God, and will be afraid of you. Who is a God like you? who pardons sin and forgives the transgression of the remnant of his inheritance. You do not stay angry forever, but you delight to show mercy. You again will have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. You will be faithful to Jacob and show love to Abraham as you have pledged an oath on oath to our ancestors in days long ago. Yeah. So, so he finishes by saying, you know, I'm, it's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good again. And those that have been against you, um, you know, they're, they, the nations will be ashamed and they're going to put their hands over their mouths. Israel has never really, and this is where the futurists come in, because they will say Israel has never really experienced this, right? Yeah. They, they've had, they've had periods of good times but never to this extent. And so everybody thinks that's still coming. Mm. Remember? Mm. Well, the Jewish people still think the Messiah is coming, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, we think he's coming again. They think he's coming. Right. Um, so so that's that's the promise. And the promise is um, I'm going to pardon this and I'm gonna I'm gonna show you mercy. I'm not gonna be angry forever. Um, I'm going to hurl your iniquities into the sea and, sh- and, and things are going to be great. There's some great, great things coming. They may not be in this life for us. Mm-hmm. They may mm-hmm. be afterward. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very religious about all this, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It always makes me think of what, what you often say about revelation is that God is simply, he's okay with our suffering. Now, some of that is righteous or, you know, is deserved and some of it is not deserved, yeah. but, but he is okay with it if it produces something good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, it's just more than our brains can handle. Yeah. Because really I'm, I'm, I'm basically a hedonist at, at heart, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't want to suffer. No, I don't mind dying. Yeah. Lynn and I would always say that. We don't mind dying. We just don't want to suffer in the process. Right, right. I don't want to see it coming. <laughs> no. No, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to struggle through. And um, and I really, I like, I want to be, because there are things in the Bible that point to prosperity. Right. You know, and and there are those that that are actually physically and monetarily prosperous. but but. But this God that we serve, it's sort of almost like his army. He can do what he wants with his army. Yeah. The salvation army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to so to speak. 
Oh, I see and, what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And God can do whatever he wants with us. Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I often think of, of, of the spy movies. Mm. You know, in one day they're in the Casino Royale, you know, with the, with the tuxedo on, drinking uh, shaken, not stirred martinis, and and the next day they're they're in in somewhere, you know, sleeping in a ditch, and yeah, and but you're doing it for your country, and and we're doing it for God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therefore, He's going to look after us. Yeah, yeah. It's the best best place to rest. God will correct us, and He will look after us. Yeah, and if we could believe that, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we live um, fairly peaceful lives? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Don't know where to go now. Steve. Yeah, no, I don't. We backed ourselves in the corner. <laughs> yeah, we have. We have. We we're, we're we're back to we should be better people than what we are. <laughs> Dang it all! Exactly. <laughs> well, in this message for other people, um, <laughs> no. But ne- next week we'll talk about Hanukkah. Oh, yeah. Well, and because it's such a it's kind of a short thing, Hanukkah itself. But we'll do some of the history leading up to Hanukkah as well. Nice. Can I can I sing the Adam Sandler song? You uh, well, you have to play it. <laughs> I, and then, I don't. And it, can I legally play it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. And then afterwards, we'll watch the uh, the Rugrats on their thing on Hanukkah. Yeah. Tell you what, folks, I will actually link the Hanukkah song in the show notes for next week. So that if you look at the show notes in the podcast app, you'll actually be able to click on it and listen yeah. to Adam Sandler sing it. Yeah. Um, my friend, that was fantastic. It's a fantastic reminder how God loves these people and at the same time just has had enough of them. But it's going to bring them back and redeem them and, you know, there is a coming day of, of um, restitution and reconciliation. I wonder if I'm going to become a universalist before I'm done. Probably not. I've no, never been. I can't see you going there. No. No, Clark Pinaka will have to stay on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are some people in this life that you wouldn't mind if they. <laughs> 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 so that's why I'm saying. Anyway, uh, folks, until next time, I was Steve. He was Larry. And this was the Apocalypse Podcast.